everyone, and welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. You never know what someone's going to say if you just give them the chance to say it. This is one of the things that struck me when I got to sit with Richard Sturdivant for a conversation at Imaging USA in Nashville a couple weeks ago. Richard is one of the most accomplished, award-winning photographers I've ever met. He's the Mr. T of the photo world. I say this not only because of his award bling, but also because even though he's a big, burly guy, he's got a soft heart, just like Mr. T. And I found that he just needed a little space to open up. Take heed, friends. Richard has accomplished things that many of us aspire to, and he knows about traps we have yet to face. He's made mistakes in business and in life. He's learned from them. And now he's offering advice on how we can too. So I want to ask you about this seriously, because mm-hmm. this is happening to me. Okay. When you get older, you get more sensitive? Oh, absolutely. You get emotional. And uh, Why? Um, it's a good question. I'm serious. It's, it's happening to me. Um, I th- I th- well, I think it's com- com- uh, like a combination of a couple of things. One, like the scientific reason, would be your testosterone starts to lower the older you get. So my testosterone's lowering. Mm-hmm. So then the other thing I think is life experience. You realize what's important and what's not. It's like uh, things that you thought were important one day or, you know, at some point in your life just aren't as important. It's like having a child. You know, when I had my my son, I mean, we're all we're all selfish beings, but I think you know before you have a child, you're a little bit more selfish, you're more self-centered, and then when you have a child, mm-hmm. I think it opens up your, um, you know, you got somebody more uh, to take. I mean, you got somebody that you need to take up more than take care of more than yourself. Um, so being so, so selfishness is thinking of self essentially and when you have a child you don't think of yourself as much because you can't because well you you can't you and and you would you will sacrifice like for my son you know he you know i made sure he had money had credit card made sure and he's like he he was really good you know he wasn't one of those kids that spent a bunch of money he would always call me hey can i go to cc's pizza daniel just use it he was responsible yeah, and uh, but he, um, you know, just I think we all want to, you know, have our kids. I think when you get to that point, you're like, okay, I want my child to have a better life than I had. I don't want them to go through this stuff. And I was able to do that with my child. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you can, it's very it's a tightrope you walk mm-hmm. because you can spoil them and they, and you know they you feel entitled. Right. And luckily, he he's not that way. He's very responsible and very respectful, and I taught him manners early on. So if I didn't do anything else good in this world, I did a good job there. <laughs> you yeah. have a good son that you raised. Yeah. So it's um, 
<laughs> but um, I ask because it struck a chord with me in that I've found myself lately more and more sensitive to various things. And I, I could see how it could be associated with my children. Cry at movies more. Cry mm-hmm. at if I see, I don't see commercials very often, but when I do, they get to me. Stuff like that. Music, like a song will get to it, me. It's, yeah, I mean, I mean, oh, I can't even hardly listen to music while I'm working because I start, <laughs> I start crying. And just, I mean, it's like, it's, it's pitiful. But, um, you know, it's just, uh, I think the older you get and the, just life experiences, you know, loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, will make you appreciate things a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, any of the six, I don't remember any of the successes as much as I remember my failures. Is that right? Yeah, because my failures is what made me strong. You know, it's what. And I you're mean, not just talking about business. You're, no, everything. You're talking about yeah, life. All, all the way around. Yeah. You know? And uh, and see, I'm a, like in my background, my childhood, it was a very different i mean it i didn't know it wasn't normal until i knew it wasn't normal you know like you didn't realize it at the time but you know there was this there wasn't a lot of you know god in the family there Mm -hmm. was you know i had to find god on my own and and -hmm. just the fact that um you know certain behaviors that i didn't realize that i had uh late in life it's like uh, my emotions like one of my greatest gifts is my i have a full range of emotion my greatest weakness is i have a full <laughs> range of emotion <laughs> okay you know, what does it look like when it's a strength when it's what when when one of your, you said one of your greatest strengths is that you have a full range of emotion what does oh, that oh the, the the capacity like? the capacity to care for someone or something else more than yourself you know that that you know you uh i'm a i'm not really a taker mm-hmm. um i mean i have taken we you know right. we all do, but uh I'm, i like to be a giver mm-hmm. um but you know there's there's healthy ways to do that and there's unhealthy ways to do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you know and and uh and i think i grew up with some unhealthy ways you know like and like for example, I think we talked about this, you know, with Dan at, at uh, After Dark or whatever. It's like uh, I may have a valid point when I get in an argument with my significant other, okay, but because you know they go, well, you're wrong or you don't, I don't agree with you, and then I react, and then it becomes about the way I react and not about the same problem. So you never get to the problem. It's just you're always dealing with your reaction. I may or may not know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> and uh, and so when you're, you know, if you're with somebody who is, it's not as apparent when you're, when you're with somebody who are around people who are like that as well. You know, it's like when I grew up in my family, I mean, we could just, we could fist fight or cuss each other and next minute mm-hmm. we're hugging, you mm-hmm. know. But you realize that when you get out in the world, their uh, words are so impactful, you know, they don't bother me. You can call me anything you want. It's not going to bother me because I, I realize, I guess for myself that I know you're emotional, you know, because I, maybe I hurt you or I said something, uh-huh. that, you know, and so I know you're emotional, so I don't really take it that serious, but words, words impact people quite a bit. And so, so I've decided in my life 
to, you know, all the way around from business to personal life, children, uh, is to basically be a better man, you know, be a, uh, just be kinder, be gentler, be, um, what does that look like in business? Well, uh, showing respect, yeah. uh, not being a pompous ass, oh. uh, you know, realizing that you're given a gift and I hadn't always known that, you know, I mean, what we do, I mean, you think about, it, I mean, people look at my stuff and they're going, I remember in competition, they go, well, it's not fair. Cause it, that's not your everyday work. Well, yeah, it is. That is what your everyday yeah, work is. Yeah. And so people were yeah. like, well, how do you get to do that? I mean, it's just, I, I, I worked my butt off for right. years. Right. You, know? you learned and, how to do it. And I've had ups and downs and right. I mean, I lost, I mean, I've lost big, you know, fortunes and, you know, just gone up and down and right. money's not important. Money's not important to me. It's just a necessity to live. And to, is that right? Yeah. I mean, I don't worship money. Right. And, um, but I have this fear, uh, of being, you know, of ending up alone. Yeah, that's it. And, uh, and so, and, you know, and where I'm at right now, I didn't, you know, I'm responsible for where I'm at. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, have you ever noticed that, um, maybe when you're younger and then you're, you know, you grow up and you get more mature, you start thinking of things differently, but you go, well, yeah, I maybe did that. I reacted. I <laughs> yeah. did that, but you made me do it. You know, so basically, you're, you know, it's just like these kids. You're, you're shifting you, blame. Yeah, you're shifting blame. It's a narcissistic type of uh, uh -huh. characteristic where uh -huh. you're basically projecting, yeah. you know, onto them. Right. And, uh, and so you never really take ownership. Yeah. And so I look, this last year, I look back into my life and I'm going, there's so many things in my life in business and relationships and, you know, marriage mm. and, and fatherhood mm -hmm. that I haven't taken ownership of. Mm. And so, you know, when I had, a, you know, there was a pretty rough year this year, but I'm okay because no matter the loss, what I got from it was invaluable because of the fact that I can, I mean, I, I decided, you know what, it doesn't matter what anybody does to me. It doesn't matter what, any of my competitors say about me. It doesn't matter whether, you know, this person doesn't want me anymore. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter because I had a choice. And you got to ask yourself in business and relationships and fatherhood, did I act like a good person? Did I act, you know, if you're Christian, did, you know, did I have Christian behavior? Sure. And then if you really look at yourself, because most of us can't really look at ourselves and, and be honest with ourselves, and you go, no, I didn't. <laughs> and you're kind of like, and, and it's a, it's an eye-opening experience. It's like, it just freaking floors you. When you get that far, because mm -hmm. I think it's tough to get that far, but when you do get that far and you have that realization that you could have done better here or there or that you made a mistake here or there, right? What do you do then? Well, I'll tell you what I used to do and what I do now. Perfect. Okay. What I used to do was just blow it off and leave and just, you know, it was like. Ignore it? Well, yeah, because it's like I, it was something I didn't want to deal with. Right. You know? And uh, so there were relationships that went awry or friendships that went awry. Mm. You know, it was like, don't want to put that much energy into it and, and uh because we don't want to, it's hard to say 
I made a mistake. It's hard to say yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. And, and and a lot of times you go, what are you sorry for? Right. You know, that's the question because right. everybody says they're sorry. But most of the time you think about it, people are only sorry because they got caught or called mm. out. Mm-hmm. You know, because if, if you cheated on, you know, your wife mm-hmm. and you got caught, mm-hmm. well, you're sorry because you got caught, right. not because you cheated on your wife, sure. you know, but if you cheated on your wife and you come and confess to her, like I just, right. you know, we were having pro, you know, that's a different story. Right. No, I didn't, I didn't do it. I don't cheat. Honestly. Okay. Okay. I'm not, <laughs> I didn't know where this was going, but I get it. But just, a, just as a hypothetical, exa- you know, example, um, now I take ownership. And so I think all of us, you know, with, uh, with our, we're creatives. Mm-hmm. And I, I did a program up in, for Mary and Jamie up in Virginia. Yeah. And uh, were you there? No, but I remember when you did it. Okay. And um, in any case, I, I, I taught, I mean, my, I did a class and then I did a program. And the program was about, you know, understanding the artist in you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like... We all have these characteristics. We uh, we're emotional. We yeah. we react. We uh, you know. I mean, look at some of our. You know, I won't mention names, but some of our fellow peers in the business on social media. Yeah. They can't. They can't leave it alone. It's right. like you call them up, like just quit responding. You know. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and so it's just. Um, I look back and I go, okay, you know what? I'm gonna. I didn't take responsibility in the past, so I'm going to take responsibility now. And that means going up to people and confronting them and dealing with it then. Because as artists, you know, in that program, we procrastinate, we we do all these things, we put stuff off. Because if we put it off, we don't have to deal with it until right. it becomes a point where we do have to then deal with it. And it can get worse and worse and worse and worse. And, um, you know, we all make mistakes. We all do things that we're not proud of. We all do things that... I mean, we, we really, I mean, I think most of us, if we're honest, we probably, the things we did wrong are more impactful than the things we did right. You know, yes, but, I get that. Sure. So. When you, when you do that, though, when let's say you go and make something right, right, in business or in relationships or whatever. So you've changed your, essentially you've changed the way that you handle that now. Um, how has that gone for you? Well, it's going better. You know, I mean, um, it's changed relationships. Um, it's changed, uh, you know, even my son, you know, I mean, yeah. um, I'm his father. I took care of him. You know, uh, most fathers or parents don't feel that they got to apologize to the kid, but yeah. you know, I set him down, you know, uh, we were driving back to Dallas and, uh, mm-hmm. the son gets you, you know, just telling him that I, you know, that I'm proud of him, that I'm mm. glad he made decisions. Cause I tried to let him make his decisions mm. and, uh, you know, and I, I, I did everything I was supposed to do. I took care of him. I made sure he had money. I made sure mm. his college was taken care of. And, uh, you know, and, you know, we still got loans, some loans to pay off, but you know, we, we, you know, we did what we were supposed to do, but there were things that I regret in the past until I talked to him about it. And I said, you know, I want to apologize to you because I feel like I could have been a better father. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I could have spent more time with him when he was young because you don't get that time back. It's gone. You know, I'm a, I'm a workaholic Mm. and I would, uh, most of 
all my relationships in my life have been um, have come at great cost, you know, in the negative part because of I always feel like I got to put work first or do this. And, you know, you really don't. I mean, you, there are times when you just have to do what your job is, but there are times when you, you know, you could either get on Netflix or you can go in there and play with your kid. You know, you can do things that are more meaningful. And When work isn't even on the table. Right. There and, are times outside of work where you can do that. Yeah. And I, and I think you might probably understand this, that uh, a lot of times we, um, our identity is built through our work. Ah, uh, yeah. And so when we're not working, we don't, really know who we are mm -hmm. you know it's like it's like if i go to a wedding and i'm shooting a wedding i got no problem i'm in control I, right. you know i'm doing a job right. but if i have to go there and socialize oh it's a whole different story right. you know right because i'm really i mean i could be extroverted but i'm really introverted yeah and uh, and you know it's just <sighs> carry on conversations with people i'm not comfortable with yeah. Well, when you have the amount of success that you've had, right, and all the awards and all the amazing imagery and all the amazing things that you've made and created, right, does that not play a part? I mean, it, at some point, that begins to become who you are. Well, and it's a dangerous road. It's uh, Yeah, I'm, and I'm asking based just on observation, also on experience, but... Well, that's very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult. I could see how it could be very, very difficult to not allow that to happen or to avoid that. I'm looking at the metals on your neck and you, you have 40 pounds of hardware on your necklace and all of those represent huge accomplishments that most people don't, most people don't get one of those and you have like 70 and how could, how do you handle that? You know? Now, like I, I, I hear you saying how it became part of your identity, right? And I mm -hmm. get that piece. But how do you handle it now? Because you have the benefit of hindsight. It's, it's growth. I mean, it's maturity and experience. And, um, you know, lucky you, put, you, you surround yourself with people that mm. are going to take you in a positive direction. And, you know, if, you gotta, if you're around people that take you in a negative direction, you probably need to, you know, move those on down the line. Mm -hmm. Um, this, you know, this is a trick. This is a trap. That's a trap. It's a trap. All those medals. All those medals is a trap. Um, I've, I've been very successful. I was successful right off the bat. Um, you know, and you can't stay on top forever. You know, you can't, uh, but. Is that part of the trap? Oh, yeah, because you think you do. It's like, you, oh, I mean, Ben and I have even talked about it. It's like, yeah. you know, after I did my 400 print case, I'm, he feels the same way. It's like uh, the next year I got 397, and everybody was disappointed. Because? You, yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, and it's like, and, you know, I actually feel like I do better work now than I did then. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's just, it's all timing. And, and I, I come in on a great time. Yeah. Uh, nobody was doing what I was doing. Right. Uh, ben was out on the outskirts. You know, I come in and, you know, he was he was building up and, and training. And, you know, because I, I, I consider like Ben and I have had the same accomplishments and stuff. So you have. And he's my I mean, he's like my brother from another mother. Yeah. I just love him, you know, yeah. and, and we're competitive with each other, but we're not 
we root for each other. Yeah, you don't have enmity be- no, between each not other. not at all. Right. And um, But when I come onto the scene, I, I was cleaning house. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I taught art and I competed in art uh, years ago and did well with it. Um, but my intention when I started competing wasn't awards. It was, um, it was just the, the thrill of creating this work. I was passionate. I was excited. But at some point, it, did, it, oh, did it become about the awards? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a trap. And, and here's the thing. I mean, I had people gravitating towards me when I first come in, yeah. blowing smoke up my ass. Right. Uh, I mean, I hear like, blah, blah, blah. You're just, you know. And you got to be careful because you start to believe your own hype. You do, don't you? Yeah. You know, yeah. and you remember back years ago, yeah. WPPI, PPA, and you'd go to these platforms and it was just fluff. Yeah. You know, I mean, y'all were on stage quite a bit and it's like, yeah. you know, you're you're kind of like, well, how much do I give? How much do I? Yeah. All you, know, you know, because, I mean, if you give everything away, right. you know, and uh, you're, you're thinking, well, I mean, um, will be replaced and you know so there and uh so i lost sight of what was important mm. this these aren't important i wear them here and uh well, now, you're supposed to wear them yeah here. and when i when i first uh, joined i was like there is no way i am wearing that crap yeah. that looks like a shriner's hat yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have as many medals as you do, and, it does. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, I was like, but once I started winning and started getting the accolade, I was proud of them. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being proud. No. And, you, you know, I see it every day and I just keep my mouth shut. And I got a couple people that I mentor and uh, I, I talk to them about the pitfalls. I got mm-hmm. one girl who's just super talented right now. You're going to hear she's going to blow it away. Mm-hmm. I mean, she'll be kicking my butt and, mm-hmm. but next year. Um, but I, you know, as part of the mentoring is like, I talked to him about the things that I've been through, mm-hmm. you know, and things that I've realized. And, and, uh, when you, when you start to believe your own hype, then you become an asshole mm-hmm. and then you start thinking you're all that and mm-hmm. you're doing this. And, um, you know, and I would always say, well, you know, people say, well, you're arrogant. Well, I'm not arrogant. I'm just confident. There's a fine line between arrogance there is, and confidence. I believe that's true. Yeah. And, uh, there's nothing wrong with being confident. Mm-hmm. Um, but being arrogant is another thing. And I went to a stage where I was, you know, thought about, you know, just thought I was all that. And I, I mean, I'm just being honest and, uh, and I, I'm ashamed of it. You are. Yeah. I mean, cause it wasn't who I was. Do you have things to quote unquote make right? Oh yeah. That you haven't made right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Do I'm, you really? Yeah. I'm that slow. you're aware of, like, you know. There's this well, thing I need to take care of. There's this person I need to take care of. Let's say this. Mm-hmm. They may not think I have to make anything right, but yeah. I do. You do, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, this this last year, I mean, and I'll get back to the print competition, but this last thing, what's helped me, and which will lead into what I'm about to tell you on the print competition, mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, with personal life and everything like that, I um, I took, when I, when I took ownership, I mean, my relationship, you know, I don't know where you stand on religion, but I I have a strong relationship with God, but I struggle. You know, I do uh, biblical prints, 
but they're sporadic. Oh, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, they're sporadic because I don't. There are times in my life I don't think I should be painting them because I'm not worthy. Is know? that right? Yeah, and there's the thing about it is none of us are worthy. You know, of but but the thing about it, it's like um, you know, I'm I'm harder on myself than anybody could be. You couldn't do anything to me that that would be as bad as I would do to myself. Sure. Okay. And uh, so I started looking at all the things I made mistakes in. Yeah. You know, life, people, uh, you know, personal relationships, family. And I decided to do this. And this right here is the changed my life. Mm. And uh, and I guarantee you, after a couple of days of processing this, you will go home and do this. Okay. Now I'm kind of freaked out. Yeah. I'm ready, it, though. Okay. Give it to me. <laughs> I decided to sit down and write to everyone I ever hurt or did wrong. Huh. And and basically apologize, tell them what I'm apologizing for, tell them what I'm sorry for, you know. Um, and whether I give that to them or not, you know, it's it's not the purpose, you know. I may I may give it to some people, I may give it you sure. know, not to other people. Right. Um but you know, my personal life, some of my actions, you know, because I was hurt and people were hurt and, mm -hmm. you know, in the industry, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like I've been blackballed for a couple of years, you mm. know, and, uh, I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I mean, nobody would say it, but I kind of feel like I you felt like, that. well, I felt because of my actions, you know, so because, you have all these letters uh -huh. that you've written. I got about 25 of them, 25 letters. So. And you're you're gonna give some of them out? You think? You I haven't gonna... decided yet. You don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know. But it, it wasn't the purpose. The purpose was right is to honestly bear my soul to this person yeah. and, and say, you know, and not to give, you know, well, I'm sorry for doing this, but you did this. You know, I I I take whatever they did. You, you owned it. Yeah, yourself. I take whatever they did out of the equation. Right. And I only deal with what I dealt with mm. and uh, or what I dished out. And I and I deal with that. And I and it's emotional, man. I mm. mean, you will freaking just be, you know, I'm writing in this notebook and and uh, man, tears are all on the pages, you know, uh, melting the ink. And, and <laughs> it's just uh, because it's. Um, it's the most powerful thing besides, you know, trying to work on my relationship with God and have a relationship with him that I've ever done because it's just, it's cleansed my soul. Mm. And so I realized that this trap here, I mean, even though I'm, I'm very proud of the accomplishments, it, this hurt me worse than it helped me, mm. helped me in the industry, but personally it hurt me. Mm. Because I, I became an ass. Yeah. And because, I, of the, because of the trap that you Yeah. Found. And then I got, you know, there's people out there got a reputation that, you know, that thought I was an ass. And, and I'm a very firm, I mean, I don't put up with a lot of crap. Yeah. You're in my class and you cuss me, I'm going to kick you out of my class, yeah, you know? Of course. Sure. And I think you and I kind of got that same kind of uh <laughs> I wouldn't want somebody demeanor. cussing me in my class either. And so then you get a reputation <laughs> that you're a mean guy, you know? And if people take my class, I'm really not a yeah. mean guy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, those rock stars back then, you know, people started needing content. And then I decided, you know what? I'm not hiding anything. 
I'm just going to give it all. Right. Because I, I realize something. And that's why it always kills me. Like, you have certain guys that have workshops. So, oh, you can't do this 100 miles from my. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, like, why are you teaching then? Right. You know, why are you getting upset? Because somebody's work looks like yours because you just taught them. Right. You know, I mean, you're sending them a letter trying to, you know, cease and desist for doing that kind of, you just took a class, Yeah. you know? And, uh, so I decided just to be raw Mm -hmm. and be me for better, for worse. And speaking on stage, that's when I've done my best programs is when I just let me come out. Right. You don't worry about the facade or the image. Right. Because if you do. You're always trying to project that image and that. Um, That's exhausting. It is exhausting. It's like lying. You tell one lie, you got to tell other lies to cover that lie. Oh, up. Man, it's a never-ending thing, and it's, yeah. you know, and it's like, um, where does my worth come from? Right. Does it come from, you know, me projecting that I'm some sort of rock star? Yeah. I, I think even somebody even got mad at me when I was doing all that print stuff, you know, I was going to write that deal and I just kind of backed off because it pissed <laughs> too many people off. But I was, uh, uh, somebody called me a fallen rock star, you know, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, well, you yeah. know, yeah, I didn't know I, f- cause at this age when I fall, I don't get back up, but, <laughs> but you know, it's like, th- but see, that's a valid thing. That's a perception that somebody has. Yeah. And yeah. why did they have that perception? One could be from a personal experience with mm-hmm. you could be from gossip, yeah. To, you know, because you know how it is. I mean, it's with, it doesn't matter whether it's our industry or any other industry. You know, if you're known, something's going to go around in a circle and sure. it's going to grow and it's going to be this or that. Sure. But when I started being myself and being raw, crying on stage, mm not afraid to show my emotion. Mm-hmm. I enabled people in the crowd to do the same. To be the same way, right. And you don't realize how many people are going through this that they don't know and they don't they don't know they're supposed to show it because it shows weakness. Right. And uh, I decided to do what I love and uh, and Luckily, I'm able to do it for a living. Uh, my biblical stuff, I love that. I'm creating a book on that, and hopefully I'll have it finished in 30 years. <laughs> but it's a, you know, I, 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 it's a process that I'm, that I'm going through, and, and, uh, and I, I feel like I've been, I've been given this gift, and I, need, and, I, and I don't, whether I need to, I, it doesn't matter, I want to. Mm. I want to give back. I want to to uh do that type of work i i like teaching because when i'm teaching i mean people say well if you can't if you can't do then teach well Mm. that's not true Mm. i mean i can i can i can hang with the best of them right yeah and um and that's not arrogance that's just confidence in my skill set well it's truth and uh, and so i just uh you're very good there's no question but about you it. Want to know, you want to know something that's just mind-blowing? I don't even think I've reached like one-sixteenth of my potential. In my head, I am so far ahead of where I'm at. Yeah. And it's been such a frustrating thing going through this like creative block yeah. that um, 
you know, emotionally I had to break free from, you know, the stuff going on personally and just throw myself back in that work. Yeah. And, uh, but now I, instead of staying up till, um, two o'clock in the morning and getting up late, you know, those are bad habits. Habits. Yeah. So what I do is I go to bed early yeah. and wake up at, you know, sometimes four thirty, five thirty. Yeah. I spend, uh, you know, have my coffee. I spend a couple hours working. I go to the gym every yeah. morning. And, uh, I mean, I've been hitting the gym. I've recovered from two shoulder surgeries and mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm at, man, I'm like killing it in there now. And, um, I mean, I'm getting old, but I'm going to fight it as much as I can. <laughs> well, that leads me to what I've been thinking about for a while now. What I want to, what I want to kind of conclude with, with you is you're 55. You said that a few times you've had these realizations, right? These epiphanies kind of, mm -hmm. Um, you're, you're aware of lots of traps that you've identified. You've done th things like written all those letters. What you, you think you're at about one sixteenth of your potential, all of the, keeping all of that in mind and, and knowing that you still, you would still have, you still have the capacity to fall back into traps no right? absolutely because you you know you're not perfect etc cetera, etc cetera. what does the next 10 15 like what does the rest of your life and your mind look like ideally helping others mm. um i uh i think it's time for me to you know mentor more people you know, I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta get paid for certain stuff, but I got certain people that, you know, they hire me to mentor, but it becomes more than that. But it's mm -hmm. like, you know, you gotta give back doing, you know, things for, um, schools, um, you know, where you don't, I mean, like little private schools that don't have any, you know, that you know need, they would like photography, but they don't have the teachers for that. Like they have access to bigger schools. Um, you know, I got plenty of schools out in um, Texas that want me to come out and speak to their mm -hmm. students. And, you know, photography is, you know, a 16 year old can buy a camera and some business now. You mm -hmm. know, it's just it's just the way of it. And mm -hmm. uh, but teaching them what true professionalism is and what true excellence is, you're never going to reach perfection. You never are. Mm hmm. But man, isn't it fun to chase it? <laughs> you know, I mean, it gets you all fired up. You yeah. get competitive, and and uh, yeah. But it's like you, you know, if I can keep intact, keep intact the 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 realization that I had that you know what makes me happy is is the journey, mm. is the actual doing of it, the actual work, and I and and I've never fallen into the trap of I create. You know, I'm only creating to win awards. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I have done images that weren't that were, you know, projects of mine. Right. But most of my stuff's been, you know, I get paid for. Right. And uh, so I like um, I like the fact that you know I I know what how should I say this. I know where those traps are, are are lurking. Yeah, 
and telling other people about them. Mm. Like, I mean, so helping in that way too. Well, mentoring yeah, in, mentoring because in that way. it's like people, you know, they create. There's people that don't even make any money that mm-hmm. just work do competition, mm-hmm. and it's a great. Is it? great for your growth absolutely is it great but you get so hung up in it that you put everything in most in in, in, and i'm not saying most but most people well let me say most people that have that kind of mentality they they'll they'll the ones that'll follow the fads yeah they're the ones that'll caught you know emulate other people because they've won before yeah you know i challenge people like in my classes what can you do to be original Mm -hmm. You know, it's a hard thing these days because, yeah. you you know, originality is is tough. Everything's already been done. Right. But you could put your twist on it. You could put right. your thing on it. And, right. and, and while you're doing that, if you really love what you're doing and you put your whole heart and, your, and all your passion into it, the joy is going to come because you're going to you're going to develop into your own style. You're going to, you know, people are going to start recognizing your work. It's like in my booth you know i got chris and he's got his work and some guy said well that's not your work there i said no he said i could tell your work's you know it's got a certain look yeah. you know got a certain style right. is it does it mean it's better no it's just different right you know but it's and it's recognizable right and uh you remember do you remember a couple of years ago when they had like on ppo ppa probably won't say it but it's like 42 diamond photographers there was a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's been, you know, I mean, probably the the max was like 12 or 16 normally. Right. You know, and it's it's gotten a little bit more liberal sure. as far as the scoring goes on that, in my opinion. But and in any case, uh, all those people got diamonds, you know, and, and uh, a lot of people from Dallas. And then next year, they don't even, you know, the case doesn't even go four right. for four. And right. that's like all of a sudden – they went up here and then they went down here mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do with it. Because mm-hmm. when you get up here, you think, well, I've made it. No, you haven't. You just made it that day. Right. <laughs> you got to start all over tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's uh, true. it's just like, you know, it's like your paycheck. You get your first, my son just got his first paycheck. Mm. You know, he's got a job making $80,000. He, and uh, right out of college, and I'm proud of him, but he got his first paycheck. And I said, well, I said, just remember. Once you spend that, you got to make it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> got to do it again. You haven't right. made it, you know. Right. right. You, you got to do it again a lot. A lot. <laughs> and you're going to do it the rest of your day for the rest of your life. Yeah. Every day for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but there was a book, and I encourage you to, it'd be great for you, both you mm-hmm. and Vicki. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called The Artist's Way. It come out in the 90s or yeah, I and, know of that book. Yeah, Who wrote yeah. that book? Do you yeah, know? Yeah, I, I can't remember her name. That sounds uh, really familiar to me. It's an older book, but it's basically, it was designed for writers. Mm-hmm. And it was basically like a 12-step program yeah. for creatives. Right. right. And, uh, and it, that book really, really embedded some um, some things that, you know, I, I revert to when I'm struggling. Sure. And when I was going to do my creative block and stuff, what... What I took out of that book and what was the most important to me was the fact that for, say, like 30 days, do a test for, or, you know, even if you don't want to go that long, go for, go for a week, two weeks, and have a notepad by your bed, pen, and before you even go to the restroom when you wake up, write three pages, whatever comes to your mind, mm-hmm. whatever's in your mind. Because mm-hmm. when you first wake, 
your brain is fresh. It's yeah. clean. Yeah. But as soon as we start to in that waking process, we start to censor ourselves. Yeah. You know, I got to be like this. I got to do that. I got to do it. But a lot of times if you just sit there and write, it may be gibberish. Now, when you write all that, you just write three pages or as much as you can, you know, up mm -hmm. to three pages. Take it, fold it up, put it in an envelope, seal it, put it in a drawer. And, and then do that for, I did it for a month. And then I went back and just spent one whole day in chronological order reading those. One, I found out what was creatively blocking me. Yeah. Secondly, I created this uh, unbelievable print yeah. that was, I kept dreaming. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was like in my 400 print case that, right. uh, that uh, a magician's dream, I kept dreaming it. And, uh, and I, I wanted, instead of writing that day, I wrote and then I sketched you know, which is, I'm an artist, so it's, sure. that's how I communicate sometimes. And, sure. and so, uh, but I started reading all these things and realized that <clears throat> there were things I was disappointed in myself. There was mm. things I, you know, I, I have a hard time congratulating me. Oh. And uh, I don't give myself enough credit. Yeah. You know, and, and so I think we do, we need to, but it's like, how do you do it in a healthy way right. where it's, you know, you're not blowing smoke up your tail. Right. 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 And so, um, <laughs> I'll have to look into that. I've heard of that book. And I, th I think that's a good exercise. It, it, it really helped me a lot. And yeah. I've had a couple people that I'm mentoring. I've had them do that. And it was like, Oh, that was, that was hard to do. Well, yeah, it's, it's hard, but it gets it takes effort. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> But how many people today don't want to put effort? They just right, want, you right, know, and right, it's like right. you, to get something great, you got to work hard for it to, you know, we got people coming by the booth. They're just looking at, they're like, your work just has such a level. And I pride myself in that because mm -hmm. I worked hard at that. You yeah. know, people can get to a certain point and then that's where they can't finish a print off. Mm -hmm. It's good, great image, good concept. Right. And so I'm like, I've taught myself how to finish it off and I teach other people in classes or mentorship or whatever and through my education on my website. But, um, somebody told me one time that a good artist knows how to do X, Y, and Z and a great artist knows when to stop. Mm -hmm. And that struck me because yeah. I think sometimes you can get so wrapped up in oh. the process that you just keep going and going and going and then it, it starts to decline. You overwork it. You right, just, right, uh, right, right, you can't. Right. And it's, and you know what that is? It's insecurity. It can be sure. Yeah, because yeah. you have to be confident enough in your ability to know that you're doing <laughs> when something's <yeah>. done. <laughs> and I used to, you know, there's a process that you go through where I used to send all my stuff to other people. Yeah. You know, John Allen was one of them. Yeah. John Allen was. He's got such a keen eye. He's he probably, does. He's probably one of the best judges ever. I would agree with and, that. Uh, and uh, I used to send my stuff to him, and you know, he would rip it. I mean, and. Uh, <laughs> But he was, uh, you know, he was honest, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, and that's uh, what you want. Yeah, and and so it helped me grow. Now though, I don't do that as much because I don't want to be influenced. Mm. Um, I don't go. I quit look, going around and looking at other people's work. Mm -hmm. Over you know about five six years ago, mm -hmm. because I don't want to be influenced sure. by their work. I want to, you know, you're going to be influenced anyways, but teaching somebody to be influenced and uh, be inspired by peace 
versus emulating or copying mm-hmm. the piece. You know, it's like if you're going to copy a piece, do a tribute, you know. Tribute, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, call it a tribute. Then you give credit to them. Right, right. right. And it's just like, you know, if uh, somebody uses your background, like people post online, you sure. know, oh, that's so great. You know, people don't know they didn't create the background. They're like, oh, this is a background for Richard Sturdivant. Mm-hmm. You know, they're giving credit. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, uh, you know, it's ethical. And then, um, but another thing is like, where are my ethics in all this? Mm. You know, do I, you know, I, I realized I had stuff I had to improve in my business. Yeah. You know, I had uh, customer service. Uh, um, you know, I, I don't have a problem making money's easy. Yeah. It's for me, it's managing money. I mean, I'm a horrible money manager. That's why I need a good <laughs> sure, woman that's sure. accountant. Yeah, <laughs> I get an allowance or something. <laughs> you get an allowance. <laughs> that's probably what I need. But um, oh man, but I I'm, get that uh, too. What did I? What I, my the name of my book? If I ever write a book on my life, um, Shelley gave it to me, and it, she she uh, she said, "You're just a specimen of rebellion." Hmm. And uh, I got to think about it. Yeah, I, I, I've been a rebel all my life. I, I mean, I'm. And you got to know when that's good and when it's not good. Because mm. sometimes you just rebel and you're just being an activist, mm-hmm. you know. And um, mm-hmm. and you got, you know, and you're, you know, where are your ethics in that? Are you, you know, are you. I have a hard time if somebody is not showing good ethics, I mm. call them out. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, you're the same way. What you see is what you get. There's no hiding, you know, uh, who you are. And, uh, but it's like having an event, you know, here and you don't speak and booking another event down the road and hold your own class. It's unethical. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, it's like you're cutting into right. what this is doing. It's just right. not. You're leeching. Yeah. And, uh, and so I see that going on and, and people. I see a lot of times people want, they just want to be known. Yeah. Well, it's not that great. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, I mean, I don't want to be known. I want my work to be known. Yeah. And, uh, and so my final thing I'll tell you, I don't know, unless you got other questions, but through all this process, through the writing the letters, through, um, you know, doing the artist way stuff, through um, being honest with myself and taking ownership, of my life, I realized that I don't need awards anymore. Mm. What I need is a consistent body of work mm-hmm. over my lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, did did I maintain or level or keep growing? And 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 one thing I I, I credit myself is whether I accomplish it or not i always try to grow and be different and mm. and you know you know even if i'm doing the same thing i try to do it better than i did the last time i try to you know come up with techniques that have a different look right or, or, improving growing right and it's evolving and that body of work is your calling card it's mm. you yeah you know and people go because there's a lot of people that win stuff and but they're not known why is that it's because of inconsistency, mm-hmm. you know, you, why does Ben so popular? He's got a consistent body of work, yeah. you know, yeah. why is, you know, anybody that's successful, Sandra Pierce, right. you know, I mean, you can tell her stuff all and, uh, 
and if you have that consistent body of work and you know i've got i mean i'm not pumping awards i'm just saying these are things i set out to do i set out when i in the beginning i said well i can't win every year so what my goal is is to go diamond 25 times in my lifetime goodness and i'm at 12. (laughs) so i'm almost halfway there that's insane and but and it's not for the awards it's it's a challenge to me can i maintain that level because what's happening is what was good 10 years ago wouldn't even merit now sometimes sure because sure, so yeah the bar is raised yeah the bar yeah. i mean and i'm out there teaching ben's teaching yeah. we're all teaching and we're raising the bar right, right. so we're raising the bar for ourselves for yourself, so, right. so it's forcing us to grow right where where can where do people go to find you oh sturdavinci.com right. it's s-t-u-r-d-a-v-i-n-c-i.com mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and um Thank you for doing this. Well, thank you, man. Thank I'm... you for being vulnerable and opening up. Well, at least I didn't ball like a baby. <laughs> Only teared up once. You didn't quite go that far, no. <laughs> I appreciate it, and thank no. you again for your time. Well, thank you, buddy.